Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins. We're here in Houston, Texas. Today is Thursday, January 28, 2016. Thank you all so much for joining us on today. We are here Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. We have so many people all over the world who join us live who also listen to the replay, and we just want to thank you all so much. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you for inviting people. Iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another, and it is so important for you to associate yourself with people who are going to lift you up and take you higher. And that's what we do here. We provide those principles so you can do just that. So continue to invite, share with your coworkers, family members, friends, associates, everybody. Let them know that this call is taking place so that they, too, can get fed some positive things to enhance their life. And so thank you all again. And for those of you who are on social media, we ask you that throughout the call that you post your notes on social media and tag us in it either by our names or using the hashtag when dreams collide, okay? So use your the hashtag when dreams collide or our names, tag us in it on social media so we can see the posts that you've taken, the, the, the notes that you've taken away from the call, and we can continue to share with everyone there uh, so that they are encouraged and inspired uh, as well. And so a couple of things, mark your calendar for February 27th, February 27th, uh, we will be in, what is it, East Elmhurst, New York. Yes, East Elmhurst, New York. And so uh, mark your calendar for that, wilkinsevents.com for details. We'll be having a Wind Dreams Collide workshop there on February 27th, okay, 2016. And then March the 5th, 2016, ladies, we're going to have our Straight Talk Woman Talk in-part session. January 16th, we had the intensive. So hundreds of women showed up literally from all over, uh, and it was a massive and mighty move of God in that place. And so we're going to do smaller group sessions of no more than 50 women, uh, different cities and states across the country. And the first stop is going to be in Dallas, Texas, on March the 5th, 2016. And so go ahead and secure your seat today. The, the, the space is, the capacity is going to be much smaller. So you want to make sure you secure your seat if that uh, if you want to go ahead and make sure that you don't miss this event because it will sell out uh, pretty quickly here. So straighttalkwomantalk.com is where you can go to get the details for that and also hit a replays of all of our weekly Monday night Straight Talk Woman Talk calls. All right, folks, hopefully you have your social media pages pulled up so you can post your notes. Pen and paper handy. My husband's here. He's ready to rock and roll. If you're driving, put in your Bluetooth, honey. Come on to the line and say good morning to our VIP. Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes, I am excited about your future. Let me tell you why. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. And you must open up this gift called today 
with expectation. I want to share with you and talk to you from a thought this morning. Just do your part. <clears throat> yeah. Just do your part. See, so many times the biggest trick of the enemy is attempting to get us to figure out how everything is going to work out, how things are going to fall into place, how things are going to shape up and shape out for our good. And what typically happens is you understand Scripture says he knows the beginning from your end, and he won't allow failure to rest on, your res- on his resume, but you've got to understand that although he knows the beginning from the end, he never shows you the hell in the hallway. <laughs> Did you hear me? Although he knows the beginning from your end, he never shows you the hell in the hallway. The reason he doesn't show you the hell in the hallway is because he knows if you got a glimpse of what you had to go through and what you had to grow through, you would let the start stop you. Yeah, write that down. If he showed you just a, a, a portrait of the, 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 the things you would have to endure, if he gave you a bird's eye view of the backstabbing and if he helped you understand and see many of the pitfalls and, and the betrayals and the setbacks and, and the pulling and the late nights and the early mornings and the tears and the sorrow and the pain, he knows you, you would allow the start to stop you. But you got to understand, just do your part. How, how do you eat an elephant, Jared? You eat an elephant one bite at a time. See, the how is not as important as the why. The how is never as important as, as the why. Nietzsche said it this way. He says, when you know the why for living, you can endure almost any how. Just do your part. See, your part, my part, our part is to simply sow the seed. <laughs> it's the creator's part to meet the need. See, he didn't tell us to sow the seed and germinate it and fertilize it. And after through the germination process and the fertilization process, we would be the one responsible to make the seed grow. No, you don't even know. I don't even know how seeds grow. We understand the process of how a seed grows. We understand that we dig a hole. We sow the seed in that ground. We know this ground must be fertile ground because a seed is only as powerful as the ground it's sown into. In other words, you could take a good seed, put it in bad soil, and you'll never get a, you will never get a great harvest. For example, you could take a seed, a good seed, put it on the concrete street, and you will never see a harvest. And many of us, we put our seeds on concrete called enemies. We, we put our seed on concrete called frenemies. We, we put our seeds around people that we know every time they're around, every time they're in our spirit, there's a state of emergency and confusion. I came this morning to tell you, do you just do your part. There's some people that you have to cut off if you want this seed to grow. Why? Because that's your part. See, you don't have to answer the phone. Mm-mm. You don't have to answer the phone. You can send the pass to voicemail. It has nothing new to say. And you've got to be very careful as you go through this season of transition to guard, number one, your eyes. Guard, number two, your ears. And guard, number three, your heart. Guard your eyes, guard your ears, and guard your heart. Because 
your subconscious man, your, your spirit man is vulnerable in a state of transition. There's certain people I can't follow anymore. There's certain people I had to unfriend online and offline. There's certain people I had to hit delete on. There are others I had to block. Why? Because I know what you say, the seeds that you sow on your page, the seeds that you sow on the phone, the seeds that you sow in your environment are seeds that can contaminate my dream, and, and I just have to do my part. My part is to provide and to protect. Write that down. Your part is to provide. Provide the necessary environment. Provide yourself with the resources of people that are supposed to undergird you, undergird you. Provide yourself with a, will, a winning shot. You got to get to the free throw line. It's your responsibility to hit the free throw shot. See, God will get you to the free throw line where it's just you and that ball. But you're going to have to hit the shot. Just do your part. See, see poor practice shows up in poor performance. Poor practice will always show up in poor performance. In other words, every single day of our life, here's what's happening. We're either repairing or we're preparing. You're either repairing the past mistakes, failures, setbacks, and letdowns, or you're preparing for tomorrow's fruit. You're preparing for what's about to happen. You're preparing for what's about to take place. You're preparing for what's about to happen next, just do your part. See, your part is making the phone calls. Your part is extending your hand. Your part is forgiving. Uh-oh. Forgiveness does not exonerate the perpetrator. It doesn't mean they're getting off scot-free. It doesn't mean that they were right and you were wrong. Forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself so you can soar like nobody else. You're going to have to do your part. Have the tough conversations. Get out of your feelings. I told you the other day, too bad feelings don't have, there are no band-aids for feelings. There are no band-aids for feelings. So nobody cares how you feel. Work harder. Nobody cares how you feel. Pray harder. Nobody cares how you feel. Just do your part. What's, what's your part, Moses? Moses still had to stretch forth his staff. See, God will always ask you, well, what do you have in your staff? God will always ask you what's in your hand because you are going to have to participate in your own rescue. Just do your part. You're going to have to participate in you going to the next level. A tree can't grow. A harvest can't grow without a seed. Just do your part. Your part is to sow the seed. Your part is to make sure that you're keeping a clear mind. Your part is to make sure that you're keeping constant communication with your creator. Your part is making sure that you stay positive. Your part is to make sure you don't fall apart. And many of us, what we end up doing, just like the children of Israel, Moses, the leader, shows up. See, God will always connect you with somebody. That's going to take you to a new season. Your seasons in life are always connected to a person. Your seasons in life are always connected to a person. So if you don't like your current season, you need to check the people you're connected to. Did you hear me? If you don't like the current season you're in, you need to check the people you are around. 
Check the people that talk to you. Check the people that are in your phase five. Check the people whose profile you visit the most. Check the people that are always talking to your spirit, man. Check those people if you don't like your ceilings, your, 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 your uh, season, because understand something. Words are the birthplace for feelings. Write that down. Words are the birthplace for feelings. There's, there's something about your feelings because you've got to understand something. I want you to hear me, hear me very clearly. The right word from God can change your life. The right word from God can change your life. The wrong word from the devil can keep your life right where it is. You've got to participate in your own rescue. The children of Israel were connected with a leader named Moses. Moses came as a leader. Moses came not as a freedom fighter but as a deliverer. Moses came and he did, all, he did his part. He stretched forth out his staff. He did his part. He, he, told, he told Pharaoh, hey, let, let the people go. He did his part. He did the divine assignment he was supposed to do. He took the stabbings. He took the ridicule. He took the, 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 the nails in his back. He took the knives in his back. He took all that he had to take just to come fulfill his assignment. Understand something. When you're pursuing purpose, understand punishment must follow. Whenever you're pursuing purpose, punishment must follow. And so here's Moses. He shows up, and Pharaoh finally gives up the ghost. Pharaoh says, I I can't fight God. See, here's what happened. Here's what's going to happen with your enemies. At some point, you stay persistent and consistent. They are going to have to lift their hands, not in surrender, but in, in a stick-up. They're going to say, ah, my hands are lifted. I'm done. My hands are lifted. It's over. They so say, you can take them. Please get them out of here, Moses. Moses now takes the children of Israel out of Egypt. They had been there for hundreds of years. He takes them out of Egypt. They're delivered, but they're not free. Jared, why do you mean they're not free? Well, deliverance is when you leave Egypt. They got stuck in the wilderness. For 40 years, meandering, going round and round in circles. For 40 years, they're marching in the same place. For 40 years, you're making the same type of income. For 40 years, you're having limited impact. For 40 years, you're having the same type of stupid conversation. For 40 years, you're dancing with the same demons you asked God to deliver you from. For 40 years, you're broke. For 40 years, you're broken. For 40 years, you're complaining. For 40 years, you ain't nothing that you're supposed to be. For 40 years, you're stuck, you're existing, you ain't living, you're eating scraps, you're cold. For 40 years, you're numb. Why, Jared? Why were they stuck in the wilderness for 40 years? They were stuck because Egypt hadn't left them. They had left Egypt, but Egypt had not left them. In other words, Deliverance is when you leave Egypt, but freedom is when Egypt leaves you. Can I suggest something to you this morning, family? Do your part. Just do your part. When you do your part, you get your freedom. When you do your part, you get your freedom. You got to participate in your own rescue. You got to participate in your process. You got to give some God something to work with. It's a, faith without works is dead. You got to work. 
you, you have to give God something to work with. You have to pray, and you got to get to work. Period, point blank, in the story. You have to get to work. There is something that you should be doing that you need to be doing. What wilderness are you stuck in? Is it fear? Is it doubt? Conference what are you muted. In? What is it that you're stuck in? Are you stuck in that victim mentality? What wilderness are you stuck in? There's a lot of people who, who are addicted to being victims. you got to get past that. Listen, people are sick and tired of always catering to you and your feelings. Get out of them. You're not a victim. And, and you can't expect everybody to, to, uh, to sympathize with you about the same situation that you keep behaving yourself into. If you keep behaving yourself into the same issue time and time again, with the same people, person, or situation, at some point people are going to get tired of, of comforting you through that because it, cause the message that you're sending is, I like being that way. I know I cry about it. I know I run to you about it, complaining about it, and, and asking for wisdom about it, but I keep running back to it. So people are going to stop wanting to support you and help you. Some people's wilderness is that victim mentality. The woe is me. Please help me. Everything is always happening to me. Listen, pity, pity parties don't pay bills. Pity parties of any kind do not pay bills. So regardless of what the situation is that you're faced with, whether it's mental, emotional, uh, financial, spiritual, sexual, whatever the issue is that is holding you down, that is hindering you from progressing forward, that has you captive, whatever that is, you must work your way out of it. God has given you the gift of thought. Thought, thinking, using your brain is a gift. Use that gift. Put a plan together, okay? Your brain is working. It is functioning. Think. Use it. What can I do to get past this point, to get out of this situation? I know I behave myself here. Because wherever you are in life, you make the appointment to be there by the choices and the decisions that you made. There was a decision that you made two weeks ago, two days ago, last month, last year, that has you where you are today. You are the common denominator in every issue, challenge, and situation that you have, period. Wherever you are, there you are. You take you with you, okay? So you have to accept full responsibility for the part that you play in that happening to you, okay? But regardless of, of where you are, you can get to where it is that you need to be and want to be if you use the gift of thought to get you out of it. What is it that you can do today to move past this situation? Is it deleting their number out your phone? Is it blocking them from your phone? Is it removing them from your social media? Is it changing, uh, changing offices? Is it moving to another city? What is that thing that you know for a fact that you can do today? Is it just simply not answering or returning the call? Whatever it is. Some, some people are more concerned with answering the call of their frenemies and, and enemies and associates or in God's call. Every time they call, you feel obligated to pick up, even though you know after you talk to these individuals, you feel bad. You don't feel good. 
they they deflate you. There's there's all you you're dodging all this shade. There's always darts being thrown and 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 things being said in a in a negative way. And you're like, where's that come from? So, so you some people are more apt to pick up the phone for the call for those people than to pick up the call that God has called them to that God wants them to do. Listen, He's the priority. Well, what does He want? Focus on Him. That maybe that's the first step in helping you getting stuck out of this wilderness experience. Focusing on Him and just simply asking Him, Lord, okay, what direction do you want me to go? What step do you want me to take? And listen, when He speaks, you need to move. I don't care how big the task is at hand or how impossible it may seem. Once he speaks to you and you know that it's clear, you need to move. you got to do your part. Nothing happens until you do something. Nothing happens until somebody gets excited. That's how we all got here. There were two people, our parents, who got excited. And here we are today. They did their part in making sure that we were here alive and functioning during this time in this life. What part are we going to play to make sure that the time that we are here is not wasted? If you died today, if you died today, would you be happy with your life? That's an honest question. Would you genuinely be happy with your life? Those things that you finna do, been getting ready to do, and been thinking about doing. Would you be okay dying today without those things ever getting done? If the answer is no, then make today today you do your part to make that happen for your life. Honey? Make it sure that today is the day you do your part. Do the part. Just do your part. You know what? You're born looking like your parents, but you die looking like your choices. You're born looking like your parents, but you die looking like your choices because there was a part that you were supposed to play. There was a piece of the art you were supposed to put into the puzzle. Planes don't fly without resistance. A plane can't fly without gravity. There's always going to be something, some force pulling you down, but God is the one that's going to lift you up. But you at least have to get in the passenger seat and let God be the driver of your life. Just do your part today. Don't wait on anybody else. Don't condemn anybody else. Don't point the finger at anybody else. It's not my father. It's not my mother. It's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Just do your part. God bless you. God bless your families, and God most certainly bless your dreams.